Episode 74, Teaching Tolerance. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators, this is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. And whether you're teaching a lesson or you're learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. I'm here to empower you to reach your potential, and that is why I refer to you as elite, because that describes someone who does take time to invest in themselves by listening to a podcast just like this to help hone their craft. I'd like to start by thanking you all for tuning in each week, especially those diehard fans who have been with me since the beginning. I also want to thank those of you who do stop by iTunes and leave a rating and review. That just lets them know to keep pushing out the show, which of course helps more and more teachers every day. Today's shout out goes to Coach Phaedra, who left a review called The Most Important Job on the Planet. And she says it's a great resource for educators who need a voice and an outlet for information. You're right, Coach Phaedra. I definitely think that a podcast is a great way to reach lots of educators who feel that they may be going through something and no one else can understand them. And having this platform ensures that they do have a voice on what could be happening that is kind of hush in a school setting or where they feel very alone. So to hear that someone else has gone through some of these controversial events lets them know, hey, I'm not alone, and this is how I could tackle it and and just feel comfort and confidence in how to move forward. I also, like you mentioned, it's an outlet for information. You know, besides Google or going to a colleague, you're able to tune into a podcast and get some new, fresh ideas from someone many miles apart, but that can truly speak to your current circumstance. So loved your review, and again, appreciate you, Coach Phaedra. Today, I want to help you reignite your passion and potential by talking about teaching tolerance in and out of the classroom. So hang on. This is going to be one empowering ride. I like to start my episodes by sharing the rationale behind the topic. And right now, the election just closed and man is (laughs) the world a bit of mayhem right now. The results were announced. Donald Trump will be the future president of the United States, and it's just utter chaos in the world for those that were supporting Hillary Clinton and didn't agree with the results of Donald Trump. And it made me start thinking about tolerance, and this is something that not often happens in a classroom because it is controversial and You feel like you're walking on eggshells and you don't want to get in trouble with admin. You don't want parents breathing down your back. But when we don't talk about the hard stuff, then our kids really aren't prepared to go out in the real world. And then they just add to the chaos that's happening. And sometimes you look at these adults and think, why are you acting so immature? And then you think back, this is probably one of those missed opportunities where they never had the chance to learn anything different. And they grow up and 
they don't change. And then guess who our kids are watching as role models. And it's very frustrating to me. You know, everyone is all for freedom of speech, but then we don't have a policy in place for how to respond to freedom of speech. So, you know, what happens? Well, a while ago here in Charlotte, we had horrible riots against our police force. And now there's even riots in large cities against, you know, those that voted for Trump and just against Trump himself as the president-elect. And why is that an okay response? And why is that a mature response? And why is that an encouraged response? Why are so many people jumping on board to react in this way? You know, you don't have to agree. I want you to have a different opinion. I think that's what makes America great. But at the same time, it's how you react that really propels us one direction or the other. And right now we're going backwards and we're going down fast. Social media, holy cow, it's off the chain. People are leaving long rants as their posts. They're pointing fingers. Now they're defriending family members and other friends, you know, or hiding certain posts. And it's almost like we're punishing each other for having a differing opinion. But that is really what makes America great. I mean, who wants to be in a country where everyone thinks and feels the same way? We worked way too hard to allow you know, our uniqueness to shine and, and to be different and celebrate that. And just tolerance is at a zero right now. And I'm very scared for our nation if we continue to hurt each other. I mean, forget global warming. We're going to end up being the reason we take out our planet. It really just saddens me because just because someone has a different opinion doesn't mean you disown them. doesn't mean you demoralize them. You know, when did this become okay As educators, it's our job to teach our kids tolerance. We have to prepare them for life in and out of the classroom, regardless of the election. There are going to be plenty of times where students disagree with one another. We just can't have them fighting with their fists or using ugly words. You know, we need to teach them to listen, to share an alternate point of view, and then to come together and find a common ground. I mean, if our adults can't do it, then, man, we're going to do it with our kids, and our kids are going to teach their parents, teach their family members, teach their neighbors, and we're going to get this thing right. You know, agree to disagree if it even has to come to that. But looking around society, our education system has truly failed its citizens. I mean, like I keep saying, grown adults are acting childish towards one another. We're taking revenge on one another just because we have different opinions. But the greatest part of being an American is that we can think what we want. And the other great part of being an American is that we aren't penalized for our thoughts and feelings. I mean, that is until now. I saw... On the news recently, a man got in a wreck in an intersection in D.C., and when he got out of the car to swap insurance information with the other driver, he was brutally beaten under the assumption that he was, you know, a Trump supporter or had voted for Trump. And I was just so shocked, and no one on the street did anything. I mean, it was in the middle of the intersection. People had to drive around them, and people are videotaping them. They're encouraging them. They're jumping in to assist with the beating instead of coming to this man's aid. You know, since when did we all hate being a melting pot society? Since when did we want to isolate ourselves to only hang out with people who think the same way that we do? I mean, what a boring life. Opposites attract, and it actually creates harmony, believe it or not. I strongly believe in discussing Election Day in the classroom and What I mean by that is just create an opportunity for students to first research the presidential candidates, 
especially on multiple platforms, because they're going to learn really quickly how media can skew information. And as they get confused and say, well, how can this president believe these two things? And then you start saying, well, there's truth to probably both of these assumptions, but based on who's reporting it, it may not be factual. And I think that'll open students' eyes to not just believing everything that they're seeing, especially on social media, that they really have to dig deeper and look at multiple sources to truly find the truth. And then after that, I encourage students to go interview their family members, get their thoughts and their feelings on the candidates. And then beyond that, I would suggest creating a mock election in the classroom. It doesn't have to even be on the candidates, but have students just vote on something That way they can see and feel what being part of a democracy feels like and how it works. You know, sometimes the real world steals our students' joy. And being an American in our democratic society is such a privilege. And I don't ever want students to think it's a horrible system or have negative thoughts associated with it since other countries have it so much worse. You know, I want to expose students to experiences that can be hard to discuss or might even be controversial. It's so important that we don't shield them from these events because when we do, then they just succumb to forming their own opinion based on what society or aka the internet, you know, teaches them. And that's just full of misinformation. My kids need to understand that the election is a fabulous time in our nation's history but that it's also a very sensitive time in America. We need to teach them this idea, and then we also need to teach them why as well as how to cope under a circumstance like this. You know, our kids can help the adults speak more respectfully in a disagreement and even encourage their family members to get better informed before going to cast their vote. And educators can make such a difference in society by just impacting our kids and then letting them lead the way. So if it were me, I would have a what do you think Friday or whatever day of the week you want. And I would just pose different topics to students and have them argue their opinions, you know, in an organized professional debate. Like, do you think we should get rid of stoplights? Do you think the cafeterias should serve ice cream? You know, just different topics where kids are definitely going to have their alternate viewpoints. And then if you did want to get a little bit into the election, you could. But really, this is going to teach students proper linguistics, how to have eye contact, how to give a respectful response, um, and just get them really comfortable in an adverse situation. You know, the more they're used to a variety of viewpoints and allowing others to share their opinion and then taking time to share their own thoughts, that'll just ensure they're more tolerant of others in and out of the classroom. I wish anyone who disagreed with the election results would at least appreciate the system that we have in place to vote and say, you know, it's not the leader I had personally wanted, but as an American, I believe in our democracy and I'm going to support the president-elect. You know, it doesn't mean you have to like it, but it does mean out of respect for our amazing country, you come together as citizens and you support the freedom of our voting system. It's important that citizens have their own opinions, and I want them to share their disappointments or their worries. That's natural and it's healthy, but the violence is barbaric and unnecessary, and the we're leaving this country because we don't agree with the results mentality is really only hurting us, Americans, in the end. 
The results are what they are, so let's just practice tolerance and swapping opinions, and then once it's all out, wipe the slate clean and move on, because harboring negative feelings is so counterproductive and harmful to our mental and emotional state, especially of our nation's children. We need to expose our kids to every point in history when America was divided. This is not the first time. And especially when we are angry with each other. We have come such a long way, but we certainly don't want to repeat any of the horrific acts from our past by taking it out on each other, which is exactly what we're doing again. We're better than this, and we are more civilized than this. So spread kindness, teach tolerance, expect better. Okay, that's the end of my rant, <laughs> but I hope you see the value in not protecting our kids from what's happening in the world around them, but instead exposing them to it in an age-appropriate way so that they are then better equipped to make the world a better place. And the only way to accomplish a forward movement is by practicing tolerance on a daily basis, whether it's election season or not. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on teaching tolerance to save our nation in and out of the classroom. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is sponsored by the Educators Podcast Network a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.